Alright then, it is September 17th, 2017, and it is episode 6 of the Slightly Less Than Tim Pines podcast. I am Blake Shelton, joined by Matt Slim Shady Whitehead, who has the most yellow hair of anybody that I know. Uh, may not be yellow for much longer, to be honest. That is uh, riveting. I, I can't wait to see what, what becomes of, of the yellow top. As well as Eric Daniel Sturridge Hunt, who, uh, despite being one of the first names on the team sheet, never seems to be available, and uh, is making only his second appearance in six matches. Uh, I feel like I'm available, just I I don't always get get put in the game, Coach, you know? Blake, you got to make sure that works out for us. I think you should probably take Um, that one up with Jurgen Klopp, unfortunately. uh, Apparently, apparently. He he, he played decently on Saturday this week, but I am rocking the the Liverpool away kit with Daniel Sturridge on the back and the 2017 kit. I'm a big fan. Um, And... uh, it's good to be back. I've, I've missed it, indeed. That's great to hear. So you're rocking your Daniel Sturridge kit. You seem to be drinking some sort of alcoholic beverage on Sunday night over there. Um, how was your weekend in footy knowing that your team had a pretty poor result uh, hang, heading into the weekend? Uh, I mean, it's, it's typical Liverpool, and it's playing against a team that sits back in Burnley. And uh, I, I expected more. I wanted more, but... You know, every once in a while you get bad results. That happens. Uh, Sevilla was poor on Wednesday, and then Burnley on Saturday. It's just kind of how it goes. Uh, EPL will get you really fucking pumped up and then rip your heart out at the same time. So you just got to roll, roll with the punches, you know? But you um, you were at least able to watch, uh, watch the disappointment in real time. I was, yeah. So I... Uh, I ended up streaming the uh, the Liverpool game at my apartment. Uh, unfortunately, in Charlottesville, there aren't an exceptional amount of uh, high-quality pubs that open up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday to sell beer and watch footy. But uh, I watched in my apartment this week, and uh, I paid for the fucking NBC Gold Pass to watch the games, and the app wouldn't... the the internet wouldn't work for it, and so I ended up just watching a Reddit stream, so I paid $50 for nothing, which was great. Um, so I watched games on Saturday. I watched I watched a bit of the Southampton-Crystal Palace game in the morning and then watched Liverpool-Burnley um, and little bits of the Tottenham game later. Um, but then Sunday I had a doubleheader of an adult league soccer team, and uh, so I missed a lot of the, Pal- a lot of the Chelsea Arsenal game and all of the Everton United game, which appeared to be a slaughter of the birds, you know. Ah, clever, <laughs> clever. Matt and I managed to catch that one today. Matt's still uh, still proudly wearing his Paul Pogba black uh, away kit from Manchester United. Hasn't managed to change clothes at all since last weekend, uh, although I shouldn't point fingers because I'm still wearing my Wayne Rooney away kit, uh, the new 2017 gray. Um, but Matt and I managed to make it over there this morning. But um, did you, Matt, what did you do yesterday? Did you watch any matches? Um, I'm going to shamelessly say no. So, <laughs> Come on, man. Um, no, so I went out on Friday. Uh, got a little bit uh, tipsy. Uh, figured by text I was up till 5 a.m. Uh, <laughs> uh, woke up. Try to set my Taga line up. 
to no avail because I just got absolutely smashed by Eric because yeah, yeah. of who'd, a, who'd you who'd you play this week? What the Clopites. Uh, I lost. <laughs> fuck that. Six uh, nil thrashing by City absolutely killed me. But I no. mean, you can blame the rest of the league for letting me have KDB, Aguero, and David Silva. And that's what happens. Yeah, it won't last for long, to be honest. But. Back to the oh. back to the subject in hand. Uh, actually, I actually went back to my hometown of Wilmington this weekend. So instead of watching matches, I listened to them on Sirius Radio on the way home. Shout uh, out Sirius! It's great. Honestly, just get the six months path for thirty bucks. You can listen to the matches while you drive. You're not really missing something. It's kind of like keeps you on the edge. It's great. Uh, so I did that on Saturday, hung out with my mom all day, uh, ate some food, watched some highlights towards the end of the day. Then Saturday morning, drove back up, listened to the Chelsea-Arsenal match on the way back up to Raleigh uh, before I arrived at the pub 15 minutes before kickoff. Uh, shout out the new brunch bill, which allows Raleigh citizens to drink at 10 a.m., which is phenomenal for Amazing. Uh, the South, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's but, uh, uh, it's an absolute a landmark bill in North Carolina. It's an absolute game changer. Arguably the most important day of my entire life, besides potentially my birth. But um, still trying to determine which one is more important to me. But all right, Matt. So uh, you didn't watch any games yesterday, so we might have to just kick you off the pod. Um, I think Eric watched at home. I watched at home as well. But, um, Matt, you and I did meet at London Bridge this morning for the the Toffee uh, Red Devils derby. And um, I believe... If you could call it that. <laughs> I believe uh, <clears throat> there might have been a, a pint that I owed you um, from some Zlatan Ibrahimovic pint bet in the past. I don't know, something like that. So, I kicked so why did you owe him a pint again? So, at the very first episode, rewind all the way back. If we were really into this, we would have cut this right now and then added that clip, which still may happen. Depends on how Blake's feeling. Uh, But, (laughs) so I bet Blake at the beginning of this season that Zlatan Ibrahimovic would still be a United player and wear the United shirt this upcoming season. He swore by everything that he would not be and he would be in the MLS and to bet a pint. We bet a pint. It's a good choice. Bet a pint. Bet a pint. Don't also who who supported you in that? I I feel like I may have. I I was on board. I was on Zlatan at United all day. Which is crazy because Eric normally doesn't support me in a lot of things, but he did support me in this one. I just had a gut feeling, you know. You know, I mean, Zlatan wants to win a premiership, and he wants to win a Champions League because you know he can't win either of those apparently. So Matt and I converge at our local watering hole, London Bridge Pub, um, for for our our Premier League teams' big big match this this morning. And because I owed Matt a pint, I get there and I go up to order a beer, Matt's usual Guinness, only to find. Guinness products entirely sold out from the London Bridge Pub. No Guinness, no Smittix, and I'm left shaking in my boots, absolute panic stations. Uh, I reward Matt with a Stella. So I feel like I under I feel like I under delivered. What's happening? 
We don't. We, Where was the Guinness? Apparently, the Friday night crowd, and, and admittedly, I can't speak too poorly about those guys because they keep the the bar in business and are really the only reason that London Bridge is able to open on the on the mornings to show Premier League matches. Apparently, those assholes wanted to drink Guinness last night, but I'm immediately judging them. If you're out holding on to your beer with no seat and drinking an open pint, you're just asking for you're asking for danger. I mean, you're asking for danger, but you're also... Why are you drinking Guinness at 10, 11... Fucking, like, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock in the morning. It's, like, this insane. Like, not only are you ruining my morning, but you're also just making a schoolboy error for the evening before, on your own part. Yeah, you look like so a So what rookie. are you drinking then, Blake, right now? Well, because Matt and I were starved for, for Guinness product, um, we went and brought, bought a, a sample pack of Guinness, a little variety pack, a little 12-er, on our way Ooh, home. Fancy. Uh, I've got actually just an original Guinness because I needed my fix. Matt, what are you drinking? Yeah. Well, I just before we do this, I want to shout out Food Lion, shout out Shitty Kitty uh, for providing this sample 12-pack. What's it, four beers, you said? There's four beers, three of each, yeah. Four beers, three of each. So I am, con- right now, I am on the Antwerpen Stout. Uh, to be honest, I it is 8% instead of the typical whatever. 4.3? 4.3. Like so it's, it's a bit stronger. Um, only about twice as strong. Twice as strong. To be honest, <laughs> it just is a... Twice as strong Guinness by the taste of it. Yeah. That's the kind of uh, beer analysis you can expect on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. I I mean, if anyone's curious what I'm drinking, I'm uh, drinking some local Charlottesville brewery from, uh, it's called Star Hill Brewery, and uh, my local uh, convenience store is called the Seven Day Junior. Shout out, Seven Day Junior. Uh, I got a 12-pack of very good beer for eight bucks it was great and uh i'm drinking a session right now because i'm long into the day of drinking but uh trying to keep it going all day you think you're better than us because you drink craft beer <laughs> a little bit we drink we drink pub beer around these parts around these parts right now right <laughs> now Right, so. so Matt and I, we get to the pub. We we go to watch the um, Everton Manchester United match, and we we placed a pint bet on it. I told Matt that uh, he owed me a pint if Everton were to come away with a point, and for about eighty minutes or so, that looked like that might be the case. Only to find out that uh, uh, I mean, maybe there there was potentially a goal I in mean. there, and once Wayne Rooney was pulled. Uh, it was all she wrote, and I was left to book in Matt's uh, Matt's beer drinking at the pub today, only to get him another one and uh, be two pints down. Ouch! Actually, that's three pints. Two pints on the day. Let's not let's not uh, let's not count all the bets we've ever made. Actually, that's three like recently. Um, two pints on the day. Let's just let's just agree that it was two pints on the day. Blake has never won a pint bet against me. At all. So what, what was this new rule we were talking about? I, I heard something about a rule. Matt? All right. So uh, previously been discussed, as you know, we do rules. Um, we think slightly number five rule should be uh, always bet in pints. Don't bet. Don't waste your money. I like it. Don't waste your money. Bet in pints. Uh Bets like, should always be in quantities of pints, in my personal opinion. 
usually I'm just a single pint kind of guy. But occasionally, you know, you might want to double it up with a double pint. But for me, if I'm going to piss away money and likely lose a bet, I want to pay to continue your drinking and make it a better pub experience rather than just give you five bucks that you buy a couple, you know, McDonald's fries with or something. I want to make sure that you get that pub and <laughs> you get that beer in real time. You drink your pint and, and, and I buy it for you like a man rather than handing over five bucks via Venmo or, or just a $5 bill. I want, I want to present you with my loss and own it like a man. I'm, I'm on board with that all day. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I had a couple pine bets as well. The one on top of my mind, uh, a friend of the pod, Nick Remy, who's also in our Taga League, uh, <laughs> I bet a double pint bet that Liverpool would finish above Arsenal this year. Right now, it's looking a little rocky for both squads, but uh, we'll see how it ends up at the end of the year. we got a double pint bet going on. But on top of that, with our actual Taga League itself, we voted to put in a pint bet for the top three versus the bottom three. So the top three will get pints from the bottom three for free. And the first place will get three, second place two, third place one. And so... Getting some pints all day. It'll be good. Always, always bet in pints. You, you never just want to be throwing around money. It's it's not it's not rewarding to receive a Venmo uh, balance of, of fifteen dollars like or whatever. Reimbursement like, or something. Reimbursements are dumb. It's not. It's, you're not winning anything. You're not winning it's anything. Winning. I want the pride when I eventually I, I will at one point win a pint bet. I want the pride of Matt <laughs> handing me a cool crisp pint straight off of his tab. As I as I enjoy it, and Matt, you might be able to tell me how that feels a little bit better. But um. <laughs> wow, I was I was just about to throw in that actually it feels great. Like so today we had it just to get the pint received to you, and everyone is looking around at you, and then it's just this shame on Blake's face as he hands it to you, and everyone's like, "Why is he buying you a pint?" Well, he's buying it because he lost. Because he's stupid. Because he's stupid and he makes outlandish bets. But, you know, at least it take it takes some guts, you know. Like I, I would have paid top dollar to see this in person. Oh, this one. It was it was literally head in the hands moment from Blake. <laughs> he, he It might have had to do with the four oh absolute <laughs> demolished spanking more than me buying you the pint. It might have just been the 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 just absolute pressure of not having any of my teams want to match in like a month and a half and just just my my self-confidence and my self-worth being being at the lowest point that I can ever remember it was it was terrible it's a twist of the knife as one may say as one may yeah. say but it's just like but Eric I know like you just like we you know we've gone on and we've we've been doing these crazy soccer shits for a while and you know and and yeah. then Blake just hopped in and kind of just forced himself in you know but it's just <laughs> it's like true. for you know for once you know as we've done these crazy you know our leagues that we did the fifa and whatever it was and yep you know finally the, back the lounge the, the lounge and like now we finally figured out something that like it's rewarding we never rewarded ourselves with anything it was more of just like a kind of a gloating thing and now we figured yeah. out like something that you can gloat with as well as receive something you know, it, it may not be monetary, but it's it's more of like a pride thing. Would you not oh, agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. All day. I don't and know if it's... there's anything more demeaning than when the bartender comes to take my order and I'm like, can I get a two pints? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it once for Matt. Is, is it on Matt's tab? No. It's on mine. 
It's terrible. It's terrible. I cannot wait for the day that I win a pint bet, and I'm going to continue throwing them out, baby. You better believe it. And I'm going to win one here pretty soon, and it's going to feel fantastic I feel as like I drink a, I, a I got, free pint. I, I, I got a topic that we could do a pint bet on, theoretically. Uh, do the U.S. men's national team allow Bruce Arena to continue past the World Cup, or do they even make the World Cup to begin with? Christ. All right, we talked way too much about the U.S. men's national team last week. We did. In, I, just, I just had to add a thought. They're, you know? they're in my doghouse right now, and mm-hmm. results that aren't determined for, uh, we'll, we'll find out if they qualify in October, but we won't qual- mm-hmm. we won't figure out if Bruce Arena is going to be on board for at least until 2018. Um, true, true. I want some immediate rewards, and I want to avoid. I want to avoid being sad boy any more than I already am after getting spanked four, ba- four, to zero to, four to zero today. So, Eric, we'll, we'll connect offline. There's some opportunity there, but uh, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't we commit gotta, right now. I'm too sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Otherwise, but it, it, to our thousands and thousands of followers and cult cult addicts and you know everybody who just worships the ground that we all walk on uh uh it really is like i will say this just just try a pine bet there's no reason to throw a hundred bucks at something there's no reason to throw 200 or five dollars just like it's it's more fun it's more entertaining It, it it brings your group together it brings you and you know the other guy next to you who's probably a wanker wearing an everton kit you know it brings it together it does it does it, does it, well. it, it, does, it does it it brings a bit of camaraderie between it and it, it it makes it more fun it makes it more entertaining it's like you know it's like you win 10 bucks that's great you know that that's good but i could win 10 bucks somewhere else i could go gambling in montreal yeah. or las vegas or whatever it is but yeah. like where can i go throw down a pint on a table and be like I mean, you give me back a pint you know Pine bet's wonderful. I, I do like a creative bet every once in a while, too. Not just money, but like something actually creative. Um, like the only f- one I can remember in a little, little while was the one I made with Ken uh, a couple years back, still, which still, still hasn't fucking be, been paid uh, Still waiting on that one to be delivered on. It, it, it will happen this year. I will make sure it happens this year. I, I was lenient for a little while because the only time that we were both sure so just to give a little bit point of reference i made a bet with ken who's also in our talking league shout out to ken jackson um he's an arsenal fan um this was the year that mesut ozil had a phenomenal start to the season he had like 15 is 14 assists in the first half yeah at like january Um, or something right yeah something stupid early and uh he made a bet that ozil would end up player of the year by the end, uh, this was got, the year Leicester won it all. And then he got three assists in the entire rest of the season, right? F- yeah, Fifteen it, through Christmas, and then three the rest of the season. Something like that. Yeah. It's just about that. And Riyad Mahrez ended up Player of the Year, which I, I think is a phenomenal choice. I still think Angola Kante could have been Player of the Year as well. Nope. Regardless, but, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> regardless, it wasn't yeah. fucking <laughs> <laughs> And the bet was. The first game we pl- we watch together from there on, the other p- person has to dress in the other team's jersey with a scarf and sing the songs at the pub 
with everyone else there. And the very first week we were going to make it happen was a Liverpool-Arsenal game, and I couldn't fucking make it happen. And it's going to happen soon. Um, but I'm ready. It was, I'm, I've been waiting on this. I, I for... can't wait. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take videos and pictures. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I do I do agree with that. You know, you get creative with your bets, with your with your lads and whatever. And like, I know with it's our Saga League. It's different to, <clears throat> to have, like, a... a monetary bet versus like you do something like if it's going to be monetary yeah. go pint but definitely be creative yeah. oh, for sure if it's going to be just creative uh, like humiliation matt has a good example for our Taga league yeah. so for our Taga league besides like what eric said earlier don't like we did the pint bet like whatever you know like uh the relegation zone and then the champions league zone or whatever you know like last place plays uh first place three pints and you know kind of going from there but what we also have is if you finish dead last, not only you have the the honor of winning a kit with the 18 on it, you know, shout out 2018. Um, loser. With the word loser on the back, with the choice of the winning person gets to choose your kit. Usually, Give me a good example. So if Blake finishes last, what kit am I wearing? Give me an example. So Eric's gonna fist first if that happens. Okay. So if you if you finish if you finish last, if just, you finish just last, to confirm, like what kit would I be wearing if I finish last? What next? I'd probably I'd probably have you wear a United jersey that said just because of Wayne Rooney, just for the sole sake oh, of Wayne Rooney geez. saying okay. loser eighteen. But I, I mean, I chose loser eighteen for United last season as well loser when I won. 17. Loser seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Yes, my bad. You're right. But yeah, no, but like you you have that. But here's the kicker: you not only have to wear that. You have to wear that kit for the entire season every time you yep. show up at a official pub gathering or whatever it is, you know, wherever yep. was a, it like a slightly pub gathering. A slightly yeah. which is three people. <laughs> yeah, more Something than like two. A, yeah, there's 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 more than us, so we just said if it's a, a decent sized group which means more than three, uh, you got to wear that kit. But the very first time when we all come, not only do you have to wear the kit you got to wear soccer shorts, you got to wear cleats or some boots. You got to wear your shin pads and you got to dress socks. up as a yeah. Yeah, socks. What, socks are... what do we call somebody in boots, socks, shin guards, shorts and a kit? I think there's a name. I, I believe it's a full kit wanker. Uh, you got to go full <laughs> kit wanker if you lose our target league. Oh, and who's, who's looking to be full kit wanker this year? Uh right now it's Drew. Drew's looking rough. Drew is looking rough. But one once Hazard comes back for him full speed, I'm sure yeah. he'll be doing that's, pretty well. That's he also auto drafted, which had a bit of a, uh, yeah. a issue. He yeah. would have been in even more trouble if I didn't have a heart and try and convince you guys not to make him draft Zlatan in the third round. Yeah. Well, last year he did really well. He was like second or third most of the season, yeah. and then has just fallen off. He has fallen <laughs> off, but. Not only if you lose to be full kit wanker, you actually have to take a picture and post it on all forms of social media for the world to see that you are indeed the full kit wanker. Uh, Eric, Eric uh, proudly shows off his Bud Light Lime as he continues continues the evening. Uh, of course. Bud Light. Gotta stay refreshing. It's refreshing itself. Yeah, Bud you're Light. right. Sponsorships, sponsorships, you know. You gotta sponsor <laughs> things, you know. There's things like... You know, Bud Light sponsors, well, the World Cup, right? 
And then uh, there's Carlsberg, which does the Euros. There's Heineken, which to, does... To be fair, it was Budweiser that sponsored the World Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bud you're Bud. right. Yeah. Uh, shit. Well, same goddamn thing, right? So, uh, but like, Champions League started back Champions, this week. Well, Champions right? League is Heineken, yeah? Yeah, it yeah, is, it is. Which is it's good, true. which Blake and I had earlier. Yeah, we did, yeah. we did. As uh, as I gave Matt the business in the new FIFA 18 demo, we played the FIFA drinking game with a few Heinekens, but... Uh, Ooh, I whooped your ass before nice. we played that shit, though. Yeah, but then... Uh, then I figured it so out. So who 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 was consistently winning in this new demo? Think, I'm excited to play. I think we might have. I think we might have split results. Yeah, it was two two. Okay, okay. I think we might have. Yeah. But if you want to go based on overall play, who played better? Probably Blake because he scored like five goals to match zero in the in the last two matches. Uh, Ooh. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Oh wait, no, you did score three. I did Actually, score three. yeah, Matt might have played better. <laughs> and you didn't score. You didn't score five. You scored four. You won 1-0, and then we drew 3-3. All right, well, I gave him the business with uh, Chelsea. And regardless, uh, I think where you guys were going, um, Eric asked if the Champions League started this week, which I can confirm it did. Matt was saying that Heineken sponsors the Champions League, which is true. And um, Chelsea... Well, Budweiser sponsors the, the World, World Cup. Cup. But yeah. this is the first week of Champions League in a World <laughs> Cup year, which leads us to a debate that we've kind of been having offline for quite a while. Um, what would you prefer to watch? I don't know the the better way to say this. What's better between the World Cup and the Champions League? Eric, you seem like you have a better way of describing the question. Um, I mean, I, I have a few thoughts. Uh, to me, the World Cup is the premier tournament in any sport in any place in the entire world. It is like people love the Olympics. It's better than the Olympics. It's more seen than the Olympics. It's better than the Super Bowl. It's better than the World Series. It's better than any other sporting event I can think of. Better in what way is that? Uh, viewership, viewership, better in quality, better in... Quality is... Uh, it's impossible to measure quality. Viewership, I'll yeah, give you. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll but say... It's, it's the best overall talent in any nation, in any sport. That's, again, a sweeping generalization. Despite me being on your side, that is not <laughs> a very valid argument. And I see Matt shaking his head in disgust here, and he's ready to pounce. And I, I, I was apparently called the level-headed one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we need to rethink that. Uh, Something like that. Maybe not tonight. I mean, to me, to be personally honest, if, if you gave me a chance of watching the World Cup or the Champions League, I'd watch the Champions League. In what capacity? Are you watching a random group match in the Champions League versus a random group I'm talking stage? About, I'm talking about overall quality. I'm not even talking about the hype. of. I'm talking about okay. the, the overall quality of a tournament. That I have a question right here. It's better. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Go. So go, go, go. in, in, a, in a, a group stage game, you have Colombia versus Ghana. Would you rather watch that or Spartak Moscow versus uh, Maribor? World Cup. Yeah, all day. It's not close. And those okay, are, well, you obviously... Okay, here, here, here we go. Right, so, Matt, what's your argument? Right, is, right, it, is, right, it, is it, is it right, what would you rather watch? Or is it who, what is the better football? No, because no, no, those no, are two like, different here's questions. Here's another, here's this another. is the same question to me. No, it is. <laughs> it, is it is not the, the same thing. You you literally just said Colombia versus... Uh, who the fuck did you say? So, Ghana. Ghana. I, I said Colombia versus Ghana versus... Okay, fine. Make it Spartak Moscow versus Sevilla. There, so all right, so that's that's the equivalent of watching. Would you rather watch Saudi Arabia play? 
Like no, but there, so the amount, the amount, what was it? So like, how many, how many teams in the World Cup? So, Grant, if if it if the World Cup expands to thirty two teams, I'm gonna be fucking upset. It already is thirty two, right? It's, it's thirty two. It's going to forty eight, okay. mate. Oh, sorry, forty eight. But whatever. But it, when it expands, it's gonna be worse. I know that. Um, but the point is, is that in general, with the most recent World Cups, the group stage matches have still been very good, with the exception of like maybe a total of like four teams in the entire competition. In Champions um, League, we have like at least one team, a group that just is mediocre at best. I go as far as to say there's two teams per group that I have absolutely no interest in watching. Absolutely. I mean, all right, all right. Okay, I, I so who was Matt- in who was in the World Cup? Like, what was? So let's. let's I know. I know. I know. With England. I know. England, I know. Europe, I know. Uguay, North Italy no, and Costa Rica. Costa Rica made it through. North Korea yeah. was in so the World Cup. Cup. Saudi yes, Arabia were, World Cup. North Korea. North Korea. Two North. of the worst four teams. Two yeah. of the worst four, four teams. And yeah. so are Maribor and Karabakh, who lost six 0 to Chelsea, and, and Apuel, and all of the and Azerbaijan is, teams more, that make it to the Champions it's League. More, right? It's more. But there. this is the thing: like the World Cup is more conservative. It's it's more nil nils one like one nils one ones in the beginning of the stage, and you just like that's my point. The best that's of the. That's because there's not as much dominance. The dominance is the difference. Once you have dominance by having an income to just pay for an entire squad, you can just go and attack, and you realize you're going to pay. You're going to play every team twice, which is different than the World Cup. You play every team once, away, which is a yeah. big difference. Home and away is big, so you know you have a total of six games, no matter what, to dominate the poor teams. And so the Barcelonas, the Real Madrids, the Chelsea's, Man United's, the Juventus's will just go and attack and win comfortably more often than not. And then they'll make it through as the top in their group, and then once they get the quarterfinals, the actual tournament starts. Like, Champions League, for some teams, is interesting in the group stages, but more often than not, it's like one group is interesting, and then you have good football once the quarterfinals start. For the World Cup, it's more than that. Yeah, but it's, it's better. It's game. better overall quality, is what I'm saying. There is there's way better I, overall I will, quality. I will absolutely, Matt. I hate your response, but I will at least give you the fact that there are probably better football matches in the Champions League as a result of being club versus international. Like yes, the the I quality agree. is better. Yes. but no no day ever would I prefer to watch. The example that Eric gave versus even the worst example in the World Cup, just because of the once every four years versus once every year. Yeah, but here know? here we go. Like, it, if the World Cup was played every single year, but would, it's not. So that's the, the no, that no, no, argument. No, that's about. exactly. I'm talking. I'm talking about quality. I am talking about if you watch quality, which one? If you if the World Cup was played every single year, would it be up to the quality of the Champions League? And I don't believe it. I think it would. I, I do. I do actually think it would. Because even just every two years, with, with our personal like our personal uh, preferences for watching football, we watch the Euros and we watch the World Cup. That's every two years, right? And we still love every minute of every game throughout the Euros and the World Cup. We put entire brackets forth. We bet on it. We figure it out. We have a lot of fun with it. it. Whereas the Champions League, which we still enjoy watching, it's not something spectacular to me. Like there are some games that I'll I'll watch every minute no matter what. But Barcelona Juve, like, but there were also some freaking snooze fests this week. Absolutely. But oh, Eric, but Eric, but Eric, are you watching the World Cup because it's more of a 
an event that only happens once every four years. Where it's like, don't get me wrong. But that's like, part I, of the World I mean, Cup. We can't, we can't like separate the quality of World Cup. No, 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 you can't. You, I'm, I'm talking about the quality of matches. I'm talking about the actual excitement. 2010 World Cup was was fucking terrible. Don't tell me that terrible. was... That's a stretch. It's a stretch. Terrible For, in regards of the... Were so the, good? the I mean, like, terrible it, in what I mean, way? Are you talking about the quality excitement. of the field? Or are you talking about, like, the, the excitement the, value? The excitement value of it. There were some mean, good matches. How about Luis Suarez getting that red card against Ghana? That was exciting. I mean, like... Yeah. What did you just say? Iniesta World Cup final overtime or extra time kick? Like, come on. I don't know. I like to what me, was unenjoyable I about it. American saying that. that that bothered me a lot. Sorry, man. We are American. You're gonna have to deal with it. I mean, to, to be honest, man, I just like it. It, it really is. I, I really don't see the the World Cup has lost its luster, in my honest opinion. I think the Euros have overtaken the World Cup. I so think the World wanna, Cup. Do you want to know a little bit why? What? Because you're fucking English. That's why. Why would the Euros be more interesting? I don't think they're much more interesting to you. They are. I think it, they're I definitely think in more general. interesting than the World Cup. Yeah. So, so there's two things. First of all, you have a fucking uh, vendetta against the FIFA, which makes sense. There, there was right to be there because of Set Blatter and everything else that happened. And second of all, you love European teams in general, and you think FIFA has a like hard on for African teams and South American teams, and so that's why you fucking love the Euros, right? I mean, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, okay, like, but it, you have to admit the quality, like, this is what I'm trying to get, is, like, I get it. Like, I get the World Cup is is more of a, it's a, it's a spectacle. It's more of yeah. a, just, like, it is. It's, it, Do you me, not enjoy me, that aspect me, of no, it? Or are you just going in there, are you going in there as the most boring person on the planet who only enjoys soccer for the tactics? <laughs> I'm not Can you not appreciate he's, like an no, event? Absolutely, he's not. <laughs> but this is this is not what like my argument is. I'm I'm just saying okay, so, on like right, an every. I'm I'm saying so, like on an everyday level. The quality of the Champions League is much much higher than the quality of the World Cup. And, yeah, because like, they, they like, train together for ten months no, out of the year instead of two. I I also disagree. If you're going to say much much higher, I do. Absolutely. I would rather. That's what I'm saying. I would rather watch Champions League than I'd rather watch a World Cup. Okay, and it's probably because you hate the fact that England sucks nationally. But all the, <laughs> but all all the best players play in Europe. Like, and it's Just, like and you're you're about to. You could been, see you. You're good. Man United are. You and you now can all. England can't live up. <laughs> you you could very well see a messy list World Cup. You could, and it would be fucking terrible. It's actually it's, trending that way. I'm pretty sure Argentina yeah. is uh, on a very much uphill battle in these last two matches to, to qualify. And, and Chile, course, too, right? South America in general has gotten way better than they used to be. Oh, my like, God. I am so it, it, glad that the U.S. is in CONCACAF because we have the most forgiving World Cup qualification. We're, we're, looking, at, we're looking at being behind like Honduras I, and Panama, but Chile and, I, and Argentina might not qualify. I wouldn't be that surprised moving forward. Well, I guess with the expanded to 48 teams, right. they're going to be able to add teams to South America and not add teams to CONCACAF because <laughs> CONCACAF does not need any more teams. <laughs> they're thinking about actually adding them together. And to be fair, in the last couple of World Cups, uh, oh. CONCACAF, three of their four teams went to the round of 16 last World Cup. Costa Rica, 
USA, Mexico. The only one that didn't was Honduras. Oh, Mexico did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they they've done well in the past, like international competitions. That was it was it was partially the groups too. Uh, Costa Rica surprised everyone. So did the U.S. They got past Portugal. Yeah, that Portugal team was okay at best. They have Ronaldo, and that's it. And they, they won the Euros, Euros two years later. I mean, you've got yeah, to they, acknowledge that. They did not deserve to win also, the Euros. It was yeah, that, also, you heard that, Matt. They didn't deserve to win. I should have won that pint bet. I but anyways, regardless. That. You should have. But regardless, like, but then you go, like, with Ronaldo, and he came off, like, it was ACL. Like, you know, what was it? Knee injury. Anyways, he tore his ACL. No, no, no. ACL was no, yours. He yeah. um, but he did have a knee injury. I did that guy. Thing. But uh, you guys are getting off subject right now. But it's just like, mm-hmm. which is kind of the point of this podcast. Yeah, but I don't know. Off subject, I mean, whatever we have fun it is. With it, but you know? have fun with so it. You, so, you so your one argument league? for Champions League is that you think the quality on the field is better. But I yeah. feel like that is only true. When you're watching teams from the top five leagues, like if you're talking about any league that's playing in the cha- like, I would argue that Celtic doesn't play as well as most national teams in terms of quality, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, how many teams? They play better in Saudi Arabia and fucking North Korea. But those are two of, and, and neither one of those teams were in the World Cup in 2014. I don't know. I don't they know. weren't. Oh, they might have qualified. Do you want to bring up, bring up the fucking... All right, you guys continue Eagles. talking. I'm going to pull okay. No, so, but, like, uh, Eric, Eric, Eric no. Here, here we go, okay. right? Like, so, I mean, I, I, like, that's my point. Like, with the whole overall thing, like, I would rather watch the... I mean, look at you that can. group. Look at the group of Real Madrid, Dortmund, Tottenham. Come so, on. Like, yeah, how... That's fair. But that that Dortmund team is not as good right it's now. It's not, but it, 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 it's better and it's more interesting than Belgium, Algeria, Russia, and South Korea. Matt's just I reading. Disagree. Matt's just reading off the the Wikipedia page right now. To confirm, neither North Korea nor Saudi Arabia were in the 2014 World Cup. South Korea were, but South Korea. All right, also North Korea. Sorry, some South Korea was. No, so okay, so South Korea lost seven nil to Brazil. In the 2010 World Cup, that was it. But Brazil so, lost to Germany so seven to one. Exactly. I, I was going to say that exact same thing. Yeah. That like, was one have, of the best. You have blowouts no matter what. You have you have quality football. There are quality players in every nation. You're going to find talented players. You're going to find mediocre players too. Like you'll see Slovakia who are comparing Marek Hamšík with a fucking MLS player, like we mentioned before. But the point is, is you're still seeing. Great, great players and great teams who I guarantee you every one of those players would rather win the World Cup than win a Champions League. Every one of them. Yeah, because it's ingrained in their mind of like what it and is. That's the way it is. And yeah. why it's not ingrained in yours, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> to be but, honest, here we go. I would rather win a Champions League than win a World Cup, to be honest. Okay. Obviously, you've been making the argument over the last twenty minutes. What if you what if you won the World Cup on pens with your fucking finishing pen? What happens? Well, let's be honest, it wouldn't happen because England don't win on pens. (laughs) England will not win on pens. (laughs) I would probably miss it, and Germany would win. And you'd fucking uh, sky like David Beckham. That's the way it is. Fucking uh, Southgate. Yeah. (laughs) So to confirm, the only reason that you like the World Cup more, or the the Champions League more than the World Cup, is because you think the quality of football played on the field 
is better in the Champions League. That's the, is that the only reason, or is there anything else? No, that's like that. Actually, is my point. Like, if you give me the okay. like the the, the we the, can accept that though, Mike Matt. <laughs> that's like that's my argument. Like, I just think it's a better competition. You overall. don't appreciate no. the the once every four years compared to once every year. You don't appreciate the fact that. Every single World Cup match at London Bridge is absolutely fucking packed out as compared to every random Champions League match where not a soul's in there because it's on a Wednesday at 2.45. Like, you don't appreciate all the other things that go into the you, World you, Cup? You can't bring that into it. Time, time right. is well, here, Okay, so this, once, this once be, the World Cup's in Qatar... If there's a World, World Cup, Cup, it doesn't matter if there's a time difference. People are taking off work. That's not true. That's not true. Eric, Eric, here, here, here we go. Like, let's do some reversal. Okay. What if the Champions League was played once in every four years? Yep. If the Champions League was played once in every four years, which one would be the more prominent thing? The World Cup, because it's not just Europe. Do you think? Honestly, do you think? Everton, and Everton wouldn't be in the Champions League once every four years, so it wouldn't be as exciting for me as I think my it's entire country. Honestly, impossible to tell because no matter what, you're always going to have an every season Europe competition. That that's not going to change. It won't change. There's too much money and there's too much draw <laughs> for the best teams in Europe to play against each other. I'm, I'm I'm talking like hypothetically, Eric. Like I'm just saying like. If the draw of like the excitement of the champions, say last season, it would, it, it, say it, it, say you can't match the excitement of last year's Champions League to like when has that been as good as a World Cup? Like the two thousand, I mean, do you think the two thousand fourteen? When was the last? Did you think the two thousand fourteen World Cup was like ends on end like amazing? Are we just? Analyzing no. a World Cup in its no, entirety, or if, if you if you go for generalization of the whole tournament, or if you go for specific matches, you're always going to find exclusions. But the the whole point is that it's everything. It's the entire like everyone is playing everything they can and putting all of their energy. That is their number one goal. Period. Like the World Cup cycle is like. P- players will change teams just to make sure they get more playing time for the World Cup cycle. They care so much more about national team success than they do about a fucking club. It's true. Look at Romelu Lukaku. He doesn't give a shit about Everton, and he made that very clear today. But yeah. he definitely wants to make sure he plays for Belgium. That's true. I don't know. I think you... But like I honestly, I honestly thought the past Euros was actually quite exciting as an overall. I, people were ragging on that because they let more teams in and saying how horrible the group stage was. But you just said you enjoyed it more when the argument was that there were worse teams in, and that's what you're arguing the World Cup is about. Yeah, worst well, teams it, in doesn't the Champions have, it doesn't have as many bad teams as the World Cup does. I, the World have Cup's you about seen the Champions League draw? There's so many also, bad teams. I also don't think it was better than most Euros. I think it was enjoyable to watch, and I love the Euros in general. It's been better than it's been better than the probably the past the, three World Cups. No. Are we really generalizing no. tournaments as an entirety right now? Yeah, he just he loves European soccer. Let him be, you know. Okay, you, okay. So it was 2010. Besides, besides the fact that Spain whitewashed it was an actual like fun tournament to watch 
I think so, personally. I do. I think it was pretty interesting that Spain lost that first group stage match, went on to win the entire thing. I thought it was pretty yeah. interesting the way that uh, <laughs> Clint Dempsey scored a screamer against England. Was that uh, like your... Was that your... He didn't score a screamer. Oh, it was an Rob, absolute screamer. Absolute screamer. Rob Goalie Green had no chance. Goalie Rob had absolutely Green. no chance. Rob Green. fucking Green. I Went thought fucking the Luis Suarez example, there were so yeah. many good games. There were I think so there many were a number games. of... I mean, granted, it's still seven years ago now. Like, yeah, like, I, keeping I don't track have of all great that. recall. But I was able to name like four examples. But like, Only I one mean, I, USA. I, to, to, to me, the 2010 World Cup is just as vivid in my mind as the 2004 Euros that was fucking terrible. Greece won the Euros. Like, how does that exist? Set but in the, in the exact same time where you love European soccer, Porto won Champions League around then, too. Like, they were not the best team in Europe at that point. They played very well, and fucking your boy Mourinho won it. But Yeah, because uh, Paul Scholes was incorrectly ruled offside. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, I mean, like, I, that, like every, every, like you'll have poor tournaments, whether it's Champions League or Euros or World Cup. You right? do. But I, what I'm, what I'm getting at is the Champions League. I honestly think you have the atmosphere, you have, you have the top teams in Europe, you have sure. the I won't, I'll, class I'll top teams of the in class. Europe, yeah. Atmosphere, I disagree. Top teams in Europe, I do agree. It's, no, you it's have a different home type of atmosphere. Have, it's different. So it is. It's, it's more you can't sweep and go specific, the atmosphere. The atmosphere at a at a single stadium is significantly better in the Champions League. I won't doubt that for home or away matches. Like a club will always put up a better atmosphere than a neutral site in a specific nation for two different. Exactly, and that's also my point on like a World Cup. It's becoming increasingly, increasingly more difficult for the average fan. It's becoming more and more difficult to travel to these locations because they are wanting to do them in fucking random fucking countries. Qatar. or Qatar, yeah. Um, And it's becoming more of an advertising joke, to be honest, where it's like you have in the Champions League, you have home and away, you have... I love it. I love the atmosphere of everyone in a country going to a square or yeah. a tea. Like, it, yeah, that that part's it, great it's about beautiful. it. But it's just like in, in it's the beautiful. Where it's it, it is and it's, the nation where it is. It is, Both. but but you're also you're taking countries like Brazil that didn't have the infrastructure to actually do whatever they did in sure. FIFA yeah. bailing them and, out and, and, and building that's stadiums. Not the World Cup's fault. It's that's not FIFA's fault. That's FIFA all day. <sighs> FIFA is the World Cup, man. But it's like, close. It's not though. It's not. But I, what? A, like, I just think. I just think the Champions League one. It has a fucking way better theme song than any of <laughs> the other theme shit. song's great. Yeah. Hey, you uh, don't like Wave and Flag back in twenty ten? Wave and Flag was great. Was really really close competition. It, to the Champions it could League never. Thing. It could never match it though. It could never match it. <laughs> That's a damn good song though. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like it. You just you have. <sighs> It's just phenomenal. Like you have a Real Madrid team that has Ronaldo, Cruz, Modric, Ramos. Yeah, man. Can't wait for them to steamroll four of their six games in the group stage and actually start playing once they reach the knockout rounds. But you have them, and you can play against, like, Harry Kane. You can have them play against... Yeah, like well, three months injured. from now, once they get through their group. <clears throat> well, yeah, they're in the same group. 
maybe. <laughs> but no, nah, like that, that doesn't happen uh, very often. That's my point. Like I just think you just have these these things. Like it. I mean, I get the romance of I get the romance of the, the yeah. World Cup. I get the romance of international soccer. I get it. Like, it, like don't get me wrong. Like it, it makes sense, and I enjoy it as well. Like, as much as I like England, and as much as they piss me off, like I'll still do it. Like it, it, it it's it's still the romantic part of the sure. mat, like game, yes. but it's just and and it, Matt, overall, I agree with you there. <clears throat> I do. Like I, I am on board with that. That. In general, consistent quality is probably higher than the Champions League. But I still enjoy World Cup more, and that's partly because of the romantic quality, which <coughs> comes with the passion, which is different, I think, and then the overall fact that it's every four years. It makes it that much more special. Like, come on. Well, I don't it's think we're ever going to agree on this point, and we've kind of yeah. hammered the same points home for quite a bit, and we're also <clears throat> getting to about 50 minutes, so... My suggestion yeah. is um, Blake gets another beer. Um, yeah. We all take a pee break, and then we come back and discuss Wanker of the Week. I'm on board. Let's do it. All right. Pause. All right. Pause. Pause. All right. We are back with our bellies full of beer and our bladdies em- bladders <laughs> empty bladdies, uh, yeah. for the, the Wanker of the Week. And, Matt, I know you've got a very strong opinion over there. Let, it, let us know. I'm going to throw it back to our uh, overall wanker of the year, and we already know who this guy is, is uh, the famous Mike Dean. Yep, he's my wanker of the week. Once again, uh, he missed two penalty calls. One was more blatant than another, but uh, yeah, it once again he can stole you, the can show. Can you give a little he more info for what game he was refing and whatnot? <sighs> the Spurs uh, yeah. Swansea match. Um, one clearly, uh, Olsen stuck out his arm. Don't give me bullshit, Olsen. You know you fucking stuck that shit out, you son of a bitch. Um, and then the next one was he called a handball for Arie when Arie clearly chested it down. And then guess who came back? Olsen again? Or no, no, no. It was Rout- it was Routledge. Routledge came and Routledge came and fucking swiped his legs. So other than that, My yeah. Teens. Uh, Mike Dean stealing Mike the show. Dean you know, shouts two out yeah. of three weeks. Two out of three weeks, but uh, let's let, let's go through the mind of Mike Dean. Mike Dean walks in the the changing room after he's done. He looks in the mirror. He's like, "You did good, mate." Straight <laughs> that, in the mirror. You that, did good. That mate. match was all about you. Um, but yeah, he's you. a he's a yeah. It is. He's a he's a twat, and it's all about him. But I definitely think personally. Um, he's my wanker of the week once again, blatant, and it's like you see his clear line of vision again. It's like, how the fuck do you not see that? I mean, I could, I could see it, and I was sitting on the TV. I was had a fucking mouthful of fucking eggs and salmon, you know, you know, typical yeah. mum dish. Yeah. yeah, that probably uh, helped though. That probably helped. Those are but, those are two uh, dishes that are good for your eyes. But yeah, it's uh, that's it. I I think he's a. He's a bit of a twat. I thought it, hopefully he retires soon, to be honest. Uh, but there'll be another one, you know. But um, I'll pass it on. Does Eric that. stay in the Premier League? I, I think you have a Premier League themed wanker. Um, so I gotta pick on my boy Felipe Coutinho. Um, he had Ooh. his his holdout because he was trying to get a move to Barca and didn't work out for him. He had his 
um, supposed back issues for most of the month of August. And then as soon as there's an international break, he plays for Brazil and scores a goal. And I think he only played a half for Brazil, but he's, his, his fitness was low. And he came back to the Liverpool lineup on Wednesday against Sevilla and played 15 to 20 minutes and looked rusty as shit and did not help that match at all. And probably made us look worse, as, uh, along with Oxide Chamberlain and Sturridge. And that last twenty minutes was abysmal. <laughs> so we ended up with a two-two draw, I, which I mean, you know, okay, that's fine. If you're gonna have a massive holdout like that and think you're Barcelona quality, Neymar replacement quality, you can't be invisible oh, against I agree, Sevilla completely. And so he wasn't even fully invisible. He took possession and then just lost it. You know that. <laughs> That's worse than and invisible. Then, <laughs> That's a net negative rather than just and sneaking by. Up from a top four team in, against the Le- top four team in La Liga on Wednesday to a like bottom half team in the EPL on Saturday, and he plays 75, 80 minutes, and most of the offense runs through him. We play fairly well, and Mo Salah looks phenomenal throughout. And Felipe Coutinho decides to just take on players by himself, which is great. He looks very good while he does it, and then strikes and hits 30 yards over the bar. Like, he consists... I think he had a total of, like, nine shots and one was on target. Like, come on. You're giving us nothing against a shit team. You know, Felipe Coutinho is on my my Telga team, and if he... If I didn't just run away with it um, this weekend, I would have been a lot more angry. But I, I totally agree. If you're gonna, if you're gonna act like uh, you're somebody, you better be somebody on the pitch. And he certainly wasn't this week. Um, I'll round out our winker of the week. I'm gonna go for maybe a deep cut here. Maybe not quite a deep cut, but we are Premier League focused mostly. Uh, I'm gonna say Alexi Lalas for his his halftime rant about the U.S. men's national team following there. Poor performance in the international break and World Cup qualifying. Alexi Lalas uh, took his time to call out most of probably our five or six best players and, and let them know how he was feeling. But for me, he's also Alexi Lalas, who is at best a professional troll and was a mediocre professional soccer player 20 years ago. So um, I feel like he's mostly taken his hot takes for the retweets and the, and the, and the Twitter presence. And he's a little bit closer to uh, Stephen A. Smith than he is to actually advancing the discussion in the U S national team. Quick thing. Is he any more mediocre than the players that play now? All right. That's a topic for, Last podcast and another podcast because I'm already getting riled up right now. All right, we could probably go on for another four hours because we are all drunks and uh, that's the way I do. Uh, yeah, but like this is kind of yeah. what it is, right? You know, you kind of sit around. This this is like what you want. You want this kind of continual pub banter and, you know, have your aftermatch pint and then you sit for three or four hours and you come to no conclusion about anything. <laughs> and you're both all, or well, you all are, not also, both, sorry. Uh, forgot, I forgot Eric's part of it now, you know, so it's like, I, I, I will throw, um, throw you're all dumber off. My, my second hand uh, wanker of the week has to be Blake Shelton. He his squad in Everton looked terrible. He lost two pint bets this week. It was just a rough week for him, you know. Wanker of the week, Blake Shelton. There it is. Oh 
So, but I do have a one last special thing as we go. Uh, Let's hear it. We've got a couple minutes, and uh, I'm curious. You've been talking it up. Oh, I'm super excited about this one. Um, As you know, we are all avid fans of FIFA and the FIFA game. Uh, So FIFA ratings have been coming out, out the wazoo, week by week. You know, special releases, demos, ratings, all the jazz. Uh, So the one interesting tweet I saw, because Twitter is the greatest social media platform there is. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at, at SL. 10p. Yep. 10p, yeah. yeah. At SL10p. SL10p, yeah. And uh, you can email us at slightly less than. At gmail. At gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at slightly less than 10 pints. <sighs> but back to the topic at hand. So I was on Twitter scrolling through, and a very interesting topic came up, and it definitely involves. The good Blake and Eric right now at opposing things. Aaron, Mag- Aaron McGiddy. Uh, you mean you mean top lad Aiden McGiddy? Aiden, the sorry, Irish fucking shit. I, he's so he's so irrelevant. It, I forgot his first name. Yeah, boy, but are you forgetting Aiden, that Aiden, he has five star skill moves yeah. on FIFA? So here we go. So Aiden McGiddy has. A higher skill rating than fucking Leo Messi. Messi. On he has a fucking higher skill rating than Messi. And we all know well, actually no one knows except us three and our like other ten listeners that Eric hates skill moves. Eric hates I button do. mashers. And let's be honest, the McGeady spin. He's so good, they named the skill move after him. The McGeady spin, and Blake is a huge fan, and he uses it all the time, and Eric fucking hates it. Button mashers unite. I just want to kind of close myself out on this one and kind of just hear a quick dance so, from Blake, each of them before, real quick. Uh, I destroy you, I'm going to let you defend yourself. <clears throat> Uh, I would say that there's about 15 or 20 players in FIFA Ultimate Team that have five-star skill moves. Aiden McGeady is one of them. Lionel Messi is not. If you look at their dribbling ratings, Lionel Messi absolutely smokes Aiden McGeady, but I don't know that Messi has ever been known for his flash. It's always just been how tight he keeps the ball to his foot. He's not doing a bunch of crazy flare tricks. He's not doing a bunch of step-overs and shit like that. Occasionally a step-over. But Aiden McGeady is all about his flash and no substance. And that's why he gets five-star skill moves where where Messi doesn't. So, um, first of all, the biggest issue I have with this wonderful game that is FIFA. FIFA is my favorite video game I've ever Mm -hmm. played in my life. It isn't close. I have wonderful time with my friends playing this game. But it at times has become a game that skill moves can make a player better than actually knowing the game of football. It is beyond what the game should be. It's it's a it video, video game. game. It is. But it Matt, is meant as a representation Beat the piss of, out of me today because he knows how to play soccer and I hadn't figured out how the game was fair. broken yet. Um, but the point is, it's the, rep- the best representation of the game of football that there is right now. 
and I think it's phenomenal, I do. And when I play against Matt or other people who defend the game of football, it's wonderful, I enjoy it. At times it's frustrating, that's the game of football in general. But playing against people who can just do McGeady spins through you, that doesn't ever actually happen. Man! So it seems like maybe you should learn the McGeady spin. But it ruins, it ruins, it ruins. I, 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 I 100%, I 100%.